Hi everyone, and welcome to The Date Escape. I'm your host, Cassandra Ryder. Welcome to the beginning of the beginning. And as much as I want this first episode to be perfect, sometimes you just gotta start somewhere. So here it is. On today's episode, I will be sharing a little bit about myself and how I wound up with this fanciful idea of creating this podcast and bringing together a community of individuals who are able to bond over some of the experiences they would rather forget, or at least heal from them with the help of laughter therapy. So let's get into it. Listening to bad date stories is one of my guiltiest pleasures. In my opinion, sharing bad date stories is one of the best party tricks in the world because it's a great way to blow off some steam and laugh at the ridiculousness of humanity, and also helps fill up some of the inevitable awkward silence of party conversations. So this summer I have been tearing through the albums of AJR. My spouse and I actually saw them in concert and it was really, really fun, but I fell in love with one of their songs and the lyrics of one of their songs entitled 100 Bad Days, because I think the the lyrics of that song, 100 Bad Days, are so interchangeable with the words 100 Bad Dates. Because yes, bad dates do make good stories and can definitely make people more interesting at parties. So that was my gentle plug for that song because it's been one of my daily anthems this summer. But for real, sharing bad date stories at parties is a great way to grab people's attention. And more often than not, you will find that other people have bad date stories to offer up as well. It was through moments like these at parties where I would become entranced by trading bad date stories back and forth with strangers that helped pique my interest in romantic relationship formation. Because while on a personal level, I relish in the awkwardness of humanity that emerges through bad date stories. And on a professional level, I strive to make sense of these unfortunate encounters through theory and research. So my love for studying romantic relationship mishaps started to get more fine-tuned in grad school where I was consistently finding myself applying the relational theories from class to my own dating experiences. I became hooked on finding out when and how relational theories came to life through a wide variety of dating experiences, through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Not to get too boring and academic, but my love of and interest in Bad date stories ultimately led me to pursuing my PhD in interpersonal communication with a concentration on communication within romantic relationships. I am now in my third year of my doctoral program, and while I have been loving the chance to conduct research on dating and familiarize myself with the academic literature on romantic relationships, I have recently started to feel a little creatively and intellectually stifled. You know, not only am I a current doctoral student and researcher, but I'm also a college instructor. You know, I like research, but I love teaching. And my teaching philosophy revolves heavily around the late Bell Hooks' seminal writings on pedagogy, the healing properties of theory, and how research and theories produced by academics are meaningless if they are unable to find their way into the daily conversations of those outside of the academy. Research on dating and communication is often locked behind the paywall of higher education and academic journals, and so by beginning this podcasting adventure, it's my hope to share some of that knowledge and literature with you all in order to make it accessible, understandable, and relatable. My favorite type of bad date stories are the ones that allow the storyteller and receiver to resolve themselves into the cathartic practice of laughter therapy. However, I also feel compelled to offer solidarity and support to individuals whose bad date stories involve heavier storylines, such as bad dates that involve trauma, 
hurt, pain, violence, and more. I want to be very clear in acknowledging that most of the bad date stories I have collected over time have more of a lighthearted nature to them, and also bad date stories can be heartbreakingly painful to listen to. Now, of course, I don't love relishing in someone's misfortune, especially if the bad date story involves having someone's boundaries or safety put at risk. In these instances, I think it's important to reflect on the warning signs of a bad date that teeters on the edge of danger and unhealthy, and focus on how, as a community, we can look out for and help individuals who encounter these experiences. And while I do believe that some bad date experiences are often the result of other people's misguided attempts for connection, rarely do we get the opportunity to think about how our communication and actions contributed to the bad date experience. I know, that's a hot take, but hear me out here. So sometimes what contributes to a bad date is totally beyond the control of the two or more humans involved in the experience, such as bad weather ruining a picnic plan, running into an ex at your favorite bar when you're on a date with someone new, or getting lost on a hike and having to hike down a mountain at night in order to find your way back to your car. And yes, that last example is very specific because it actually happened to my little sister. And thankfully she is still dating the guy who she was on that date with, um, but yikes, you know, that could have ended in so many different ways. I find every contributing component of bad dates fascinating. Whenever my spouse and I go out to dinner at a restaurant or grab a drink at a bar, my spouse knows that I am always, literally always, going to be searching the room for people who I think are on a date. And from there, my spouse very generously listens to my rambling predictions of whether or not I think these individuals are on a first date, if it's going well, if there's sexual chemistry between the people, etc. I guess what I mean is I find humans fascinating. It's a trait I inherited from my dad, who was an infamous people watcher, lover, and analyzer. My dad was always the last person to close down any social gathering, as he was endlessly fascinated by people and loved sharing his stories with others. I have very vivid memories of waiting in the church lobby after the service had ended and all of the cookies, juice, and coffee were cleaned up, very annoyed to still be in my uncomfortable church outfit because my dad was still involved in a lengthy discussion with another church member. You know, in fact, my dad was not religious at all and was someone who attended church every week purely for the social benefits. I am also someone who was amazed by the power of communication, which is something that was passed down to me from my mom. My mom was a high school French teacher who loved sharing her passion for the beautiful French language and culture. My mom was a disarming and enchanting communicator in both French and English and was always the life of the party right alongside my dad. Now, I know I'm very heavily deviating away from the dating focus of this podcast for a moment, but I wanted to acknowledge these aspects of my parents that live on through me, since both of them have sadly passed away. And it's important for me to honor their impact on me, as it has undoubtedly led to the creation of this podcast. Okay, wow. Could you imagine if I shared those stories about my parents on a first date? I mean, how do you think that information would be received? I mean, yikes, big yikes for me. That's all I got to say about that. That is a lot to disclose on a first date. I mean, I could totally see it backfiring, which really has me questioning why I felt the need to share those stories on episode one, but I digress. Besides my parents, I also really have BuzzFeed to thank for inspiring this guilty pleasure of mine as well. You know those BuzzFeed articles featuring bad date stories from random people across the world? I have donated 
literal hours of my life scrolling through those articles and chuckling to myself while simultaneously analyzing the stories through an academic lens. There's nothing I love more than being the prime target of a clickbait BuzzFeed article entitled 50 horrifying online dating stories or 30 dates that went from OMG to WTF. These articles that relish in the horror of dating are endless entertainment for me. And I aim to bring that level of entertainment into the arena of podcasting for you all, coupled with just the healthiest digestible amount of academic literature to help us make sense of the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty of bad date stories. So let's quickly go over what this podcast is and what it isn't. This podcast is going to be a place where folks who have navigated bad dates can be in community with one another. My goal for this podcast is to create a place for people to gather and listen to real life bad date stories sent in by listeners and to collectively learn through these experiences with the help of research and academic experts that will be interviewed in select episodes and to understand how each bad date story impacted the person who experienced it. Ultimately, I think these conversations can serve as a cathartic release from the disappointment that often accompanies bad dates, as well as help us brainstorm what is needed to have better, more fulfilling dates in the future. Like I'm talking about creating communal wisdom to curate more good dates. I mean, who doesn't want that? This information can help folks who are single, but I think it's also important for those who are partnered and polyamorous. I'm all about critical self-reflection. And each time I experienced a bad date, I was left with the thoughts of, okay, so, so why did that go bad? How did I contribute to that experience? What did I learn from this experience? And how will this inform my future dating experiences? Now, maybe you didn't reflect on all these questions after a bad date, so welcome to just a small snippet of my immensely annoying habit of overthinking. So I invite folks who want to email their bad date story in to be featured on this podcast to first and foremost, tell us everything. Tell us the full bad date story and then offer up what this experience taught you about yourself, maybe taught you about dating or the world in general as a way to share and create communal dating wisdom. So. Do you have a bad date story you want to share and have featured on the podcast? If so, please email it to thedateescapepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's thedateescapepodcast at gmail.com. Now, when you're sending in your bad date stories, please remember to change the names of the individuals involved. I do not want to be blasted with lawsuits for defamatory language. And I won't reveal the name of the listener who sent in the bad date story either. I will usually just refer to the writer by the first letter of their first name or their email address. If you're thinking to yourself, you know, I have had bad date experiences, but I don't even know where to begin in explaining them. Please visit our website at thedatescape.com. That's thedatescape.com, where you can find some questions to help guide the formation of your email. On every podcast episode, I hope to share some listeners' bad date stories and offer up some academic literature that either supports or contradicts these experiences as a way to help us make sense of or be further confused by the trials and tribulations of dating. Because I am a teacher, we can think of it this way. Your homework is to send in your own bad date stories and tell your friends to send in theirs as well. And then my homework is to read all of the boring academic articles out there on the topics raised in your bad date story. Because no offense to academics, but phew, big yikes. Big yikes to all the academic jargon and confusing numbers that are found within our research articles. Ugh. Okay, so I'm going to, I digress. I am going to read those articles and I'm going to deliver this research to you all as my listeners in a way that is easy to make sense of and learn from the research out there. Now, as a doctoral student, I am mercilessly trained to summarize long research heavy articles 
And instead of wasting the specific skills solely on my pursuit towards a PhD, I would love to make this more useful to folks outside of just myself and the academy. All right, so that's what this podcast is going to be. Now for what this podcast isn't. Here is what we are not going to do. It is not my goal to make fun of others, put down others, or celebrate bad dates that are labeled as bad for problematic reasons. As in, um, if, a, if a date was labeled a bad experience for racist, sexist, classist, ableist, ageist, queerphobic, and transphobic reasons. That's not an exhaustive list, but that's just kind of a place to start. While there might be moments where we laugh and critique the questionable decisions of individuals who contribute to a bad date story from a listener, I want to keep in mind that bad dates are more often than not, not always a one-way street. Meaning that somewhere within the communication and behavior of the individuals involved in the date, somewhere along those lines, a bad date occurred. Rarely is a bad date ever solely the other person's fault. This podcast will also not be a space where dishonesty is pervasive. In other words, please... Please have the bad date stories you send in be truthful. Sometimes while reading stories on the BuzzFeed articles, I will come across a story that just seems a little too Hollywood, extreme, unbelievable. I don't quite know the word, but it's more of a gut feeling than anything. So I will do my best to not only share content that reflects the true lived experiences of listeners, and I also invite you all to share with me when you think that I have shared misinformation. Speaking of, if you have any questions you want me to answer directly, feedback or corrections you want me to note, or just general suggestions for how to make this podcast better, please reach out to me on the contact tab of our website at thedateescape.com. If you want to hear some of my bad date stories that helped inspire my obsession for collecting bad date stories, please tune into episode two. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen, and please rate and review this show. Not only will your generous reviews make my heart explode in glitter, but it also helps grow this community of listeners who are coming together over their shared experiences of bad dates. Again, if you have a bad date story you want to have shared and analyzed on the podcast, please email it to thedateescapepodcast at gmail.com and visit our website at thedateescape.com. Thank you for listening. And while I hope you all don't experience any bad dates, if you do, please be sure to stay safe And remember to look for the exit signs in case you need to make the date escape.